Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Panty Nectar podcast. It is your host, Panty Nectar, um, here on a lovely Tuesday evening. And if you're watching live, then you can see things are a little different this Tuesday evening. Um, you never know what Panty Nectar is going to throw at you. One day we're cooking, one day we're fucking, one day we're, I don't even know. <laughs> we're just going to keep doing random stuff because I love it. Um, before we get into the podcast today, I would like to, um, I did not forget, I would like to introduce my lovely co-host, Mr. P here. Hello, Penny Nectar. <laughs> How are you, my dear? It is amazing to be here with you once again. Thank I'm you. so happy to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am grateful that you are here um, and grateful for everyone else popping in live to listen and everyone listening to this on Wednesday morning. Very, very grateful. Um, you know, and in in light of all this positive, fun energy, um, I actually have something a little different that I'd like to talk about. You know, usually we're talking about not safe for work stuff or we're talking about fuck even cooking. <laughs> so this time I decided, um, you know, I get a lot of messages um, with people asking like, one, how do you look so good? Um, and I'm not saying that in like a conceited way. I get messages that say that. Um, how do you have the motivation to do it? How do you have the motivation to do everything that you do? Um, and there's just always a lot of questions. Some people ask, where do I even start? Like, hey, this is kind of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Do you have any advice? Where do I start? Um, and so I think it'd be fun for you and I, you know, I think we stay pretty focused on our goals and um, driven towards always growing because, um, if you are not growing, you are dying. Dead. Facts. D-E-D, -E dead, dying. Facts, facts, yeah. facts. So, um, you know, I, I just think, uh, it'd be good for us to kind of share our tips and our secrets and our, um, advice or whatever you even want to call it. Um, I just think, you know, we have a lot of good stuff to share. Yeah. I, th I think, uh, you are definitely an expert on the, especially the self-motivation side, because, um, you know, when we first started dating, one of the things that amazed me was that you were waking up at 4 a.m., 4.30 mm -hmm. and going to the gym to get a workout. Mm -hmm. And it's like the day's not even getting started until seven or eight, right? But you're, you're up way before everybody and like you hit the ground running. Right. And um, that was kind of something that impressed me because I've always considered myself a morning person, but, but I think you have me beat at least, uh, you know, when the alarm clock goes off, you're, you're up and you're going, mm -hmm. um, for the most part, there's, <laughs> like, there's don't no, ask about the last a, few days, <laughs> the last few days, you know, yeah, we've I've been, been catching up on sleep the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you do an amazing job of that. And I know it's, it, it's, it has helped motivate me to be better because of course, you know, it's like, uh, they say, you know, like you are, What's the saying? Uh, Tony Robbins or somebody, I'm sure a lot more people, but mm -hmm. talk about you are a product of like the five people you surround yourself with or whatever. So mm -hmm. me being around you in that environment, it was like, oh, crap, like I need to push myself harder, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I'm waking up and I'm tired, well, you're waking up and you're tired. So why can't I, I get out of bed? You know, and it's those split second decisions. Uh, especially when the alarm clock goes off in the morning. That's where it starts. <laughs> that is the hardest thing, I think, you know, and um uh, it's, you have to like, like you can't think about it. Mm -hmm. You can't think about, oh my gosh, this is what I'm about to do this morning. I'm, I'm about to wake up and you need to start your day exercising, um, before you go to work, before you do all that stuff, get up, get some exercise in that gets the blood flow and that gets the body mm -hmm. going. And that projects you this positive en energy throughout the day. Yeah. And, um, when you can do that, if you can get up, get up early, go get some activity in, it helps a lot. I know it's helped me a lot. And, um, 
I'm very thankful for you for pushing me that direction, mm-hmm. and it's helped me get in better shape. And um, you know, when we're when we're when our physical body's doing better, our mental body's doing better, and it's uh, just all works for the better. Right. I I don't necessarily think I have. Um everybody's different. And I think that's where everyone needs to kind of start is everyone's different. So don't think that like, because one thing's working for someone that it's going to work for you or something that I do works for you because you know, you drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Right. So they, everyone's different. Yeah. You order that mushroom coffee for me. (laughs) What is this? Remember that? What? Mud water. Yeah. Mud water. Yeah. Shout out to mud water. Hey, not hating on you. I just didn't like your coffee. Yeah. pretty terrible, but yeah. So, so everybody is different. Um, everyone has different goals. Everyone has a different body. Everyone has a different mindset. And I think that's kind of where, um, self-awareness comes into play. Yes. I think you need, um, to be real honest with yourself when you are wanting to make change, because guess what? If you're not honest, you're not changing. Um, you have to be brutally honest with yourself. And so, uh, a lot of people don't do that. I had a tough time doing that. You want to know something funny? When I first um, started getting up at four to go to the gym, it wasn't easy to do it. Um, and I actually ended up downloading Jocko. His uh, On Apple Music, he has an alarm clock album. And if you want to get the fuck out of bed in the morning, <laughs> that album is for you. Because let me tell you, when he starts counting down from 10 at four in the morning, you get the fuck out of bed. Yeah. Um, it's very motivating. So I need, I needed something to kind of kick me in the butt at first to get, to get going. And if that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. Um, Jocko, best of the best. That's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jocko willing. Hey Jocko, if you're listening, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. S- send me a DM, sir. <laughs> yeah. But so I had to do, you know, I had to go to that extreme, if you'll say at first. Um, and then once I had built that habit, um, I was kind of just rocking and rolling. Another thing that helped me besides the Jocko uh, alarm clock was um, prepping my clothes in the morning. Mm. Um, so I, yeah. I know a lot of you that get up for work, don't you do the same thing? If you get up pretty early, you probably have your clothes ready, boots ready, all those things ready. Um, for me, I have to have gym clothes ready. They have to be sitting on the um, dresser top because when I when that alarm clock goes off in the morning, guess what the first thing that I think when I don't have clothes ready is, oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. Yeah. Bing excuse, excuse. one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I got one excuse. Uh, let me come up with another, right? Exactly. Then you come up with another one. And it's like three seconds later, you have ten excuses on why you shouldn't be out of bed and you hit that snooze button or just turn it off. You it, know, and Exactly. Turn it off. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I had to um I had to put proper processes in place hundred percent to be able to produce the outcome that I wanted. So the process lady, I like it. Process like lady, it. hashtag process lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, that, that's just the way that my brain works. I'm a very, um, visual person. I'm a very hands-on person, obviously. Um, yeah. so <laughs> speaking of hands-on, grab these titties over here. So what I needed to do was do these things, um, and put them in place for me to be able to succeed. Because if you do not have proper processes in place, you won't succeed. Vanilla Gorilla on the live stream asks, what's the alarm clock album? Talking about Jocko. I went to try and find it and I guess he couldn't. So I just pulled it up the other day. 
So is it an Apple Music or Spotify? It's or? Apple, and it's called. Uh, oh well, I thought that was it. Hold on one second, one second, one second. Wake up and get after it. That's one of them. Um, Psychological warfare, warfare yeah. is the name of that album. Psychological warfare. It has fourteen different wake up and get after it. <laughs> And number two is wake up part two. <laughs> what I, I don't think I've ever even gotten to the part two because I don't want to um, wake up and move forward, get to the gym, work out, work out, snack time, talks about sugar. Uh, well, what does it say for that? Number sugar eight. coated lies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The lies we tell ourselves. Exactly. Procrastination. I'm the worst at procrastinating. I am too. Um, study, fill your mind every day, every single day. Where does discipline come from? Um, so those are just a couple, you know, those right there, that's actually a couple different good topics to talk about. Um, discipline, procrastination, sugar, let's talk about, you know, your eating habits. Um, that's kind of one thing that I always ask people when they message me on OnlyFans and they're like, Hey, you know, what do you do? How much do you work out? What, like, what, what's the deal? And I'm like, well, what does your eating look like? Oh, well, and I'm like, okay, well, let's start there. Let's everyone thinks that they need to start at the gym and like lifting weights. And that's, that's not necessarily where you need to start. What I recommend where you start is mobility, stretching. Yeah. Um, another thing I think is, uh, by the way, thank you so much. Snacks. He checks all the, what you sent there. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I think, you know, the self-awareness thing and the discipline that you talk about is, is key. It's like, you and and plus finding the uh, finding the the reason right. What's your why? Yeah. Why right? Why are you doing that? We we receive messages every single day. You were telling me about one. You we were just talking earlier, and you said that you had received this message from a fan, uh, great fan, saying, "Hey, uh, you know, we're thinking about getting into this, the OnlyFans uh, side of this. Uh, I have a girlfriend or fiance, wife, whatever it was, and um, basically." what do we need to do to kind of get started? And, mm -hmm. um, they were kind of saying a few things and, and he was saying like, Oh, I, I think it's, uh, it's kind of something I'm just interested in doing because it's what I want to do. And he said, he made the comment. What did he say? Something like she wants to do it. To she make, wants to make money. She wants to make money doing it. And it's like nothing wrong with that. And there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I think anyone will tell you in whatever you're doing, if you're going into something to make with the sole intention to make money, you're starting off with a flawed premise because you, you know, it's pie in the sky dreams that you're searching after versus what you really want to do. And I think you can circle that back around to, to fitness, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, I used to be, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I got fat. I was 200, over 250 pounds. And it was like, holy shit. I was just drinking beer and being a nasty mm -hmm. human being eating nasty, you know? And, um, and it was like, oh my gosh, like I have to find a way like my, and so like I got back on track, you know, and, and haven't been that way since, but, but my reason, my motivation for myself was not because, oh, I want to look good and, you know, a swimsuit or whatever, or, or make my ass look good or my legs look good or my arms look good. No, the reason was, is because, Hey, I'm freaking 60, 70 pounds overweight and I'm going to die in a few years if I keep up this, this life. Mm -hmm. And not only that, it's the quality of life that you live. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that's so, so important that, that people, 
you know, and it's what you spend a lot of time talking about, like not worrying about what other people think. Don't, don't do your, don't do you for other people. Mm-hmm. Do you for you, do you for your own self perseverance and preservation. Right. No, I absolutely agree with that. Um, one of the big, there, there's a couple different, like there's probably, I would say two different reasons why I am so active. Like I am. Um, one of them was working out was always just a, a a happy place for me. It was an escape. My parents got divorced when I was in high school. So I went through a lot of bullshit and didn't want to be at home. And the gym was where I went. The gym for you is like a refuge. I've never seen anyone like have that relationship with the gym, you know, and it's, it's a, of course, born from, you know, kind of tragedy within your life and childhood. Right. And then you come out of that, but like that stuff still sticks with you. And still to this day, like you like going to the gym when no one's there. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I'm not there to show off my leggings and like, it's cute and you, you guys love it. Only but, in like, the bathrooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> wink, wink, only in the bathrooms. Um, no, but like, I'm there to like, it sounds weird, but I'm like, I'm there to hurt myself. I'm there to see how far I can push myself um, in a safe way. And I'm not talking like deadlifting 600 pounds, but um you know, I like to see mentally how far I can kind of take um, that. Like when it burpees, y'all are going to be like, panty nectar's fucking weird. I love burpees. And I will literally do them and do them and do them until my fucking legs are burning. But I love it. I love it so much because if I can produce that kind of feeling for myself, then like game on, I'm good. If no, like I, I felt like I've kind of always dealt with stuff on the outside of my life. And I've never really been that connected until I started working out. And then it was like, I kind of became self-aware of myself and I became self-aware of these things, which leads me into my next reason. So, so not only did I do that as kind of an escape, um, I was also a runner growing up. Uh, you know, my, my mom was into long distance running. So I got into long distance running when I was in middle school. Um, and if you know, running, you know, running's hard on your body. It's, it's tough. It's not. And and imagine doing it, you know, for years and years and years. Um, and so I realized, um, in high school that I was hurting, like I needed to build my body. I needed to, um, needed to put some strength on my body. And I, cause I'd always just ran and, and the same with running, I would just go and go and go and go. Yeah. Well, you burn calories when you do that. And, and I think that's where I'm a little different than, than most people. I've never been overweight. I've never had an issue with that. Mine is the opposite. Yeah. Um, if I'm not lifting, I just lose weight like crazy. And yeah. like y'all are saying nice problem to have, but guess what? When you can't fit into your fucking shorts, that you used to wear a month ago because you're running too much and you're not lifting enough and you're not eating enough. Right. Um, that's when it gets, you know, hard. So, so don't look at us and think that we are perfect. <laughs> no. And don't look at you as your story being like the, uh, like the case study of all of us, because like you're a unique individual, you know, especially with your metabolism and everything. Mm-hmm. I've used that excuse for myself to be like, Oh, well, I'm only going to get not anymore. Cause I understand it better. But, um, years ago, I would maybe go out for like a five mile run and I'd only run two miles because I had through the run. I'd be like, ah, I feel like shit, but I would tell a lie to myself like, Oh, I shouldn't run too much anyways, because if I do, then I'm just going to like, you can't run too much. Right. Which is true. 
which is very true. Mm -hmm. But please, 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 those people who can't run that much or they'll lose too much weight, they know who they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like if you're <laughs> questioning it, it's probably not you. Yeah. You're probably running 100 miles a week or something like that. Uh, those ultra runners, I don't know how those guys keep on. And girls, you know, the the, the women in the ultra running circuit are, are – Beast substantially, uh, yeah. I mean, they're 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 beasts. Um, but but how those people, you know, they can go out and run a 150 mile race, and you know, and train to to do that race for months or whatever it is, and mm -hmm. you know, they can they can keep their weight on. And um, but it goes back to I saw JJ. He said you need a mix of both diet and exercise. Back each one yes, up. Yes, yes, and yes, and, yes. and I I agree. Um, I agree fully with JJ. I mean, mm -hmm. he's exactly right. I mean, it is a, it is a diet and exercise thing. Um, and you know, to get on my soapbox about the diet thing is like there, I watched my mom buy every single diet program <laughs> known to man. Right. And like she subscribed to them and for years and forget about them and waste all this money and stuff. And mm -hmm. still, she would pay money into something thinking that she was going to get the return without her having to put the work in. And, um, and the, and the diet thing is like a diet is a fad, right? You're, you need to eat. What, what is, what does Michael Pollan say? Eat to live, not live to eat. Yeah. And that was something that, you know, I did for almost my entire life too. It's like, you know, especially where we're from originally, like being in South Texas, it's like, holy crap, like the Mexican food down there. You guys just enchiladas and tacos and margaritas, God, and, margaritas and beer and everything else. Mm -hmm. And you get caught up. It's a cultural way of life. And um, but then you forget about yourself. And at the end of the day, that's really the only thing that matters, because um, if you don't if you can't if you don't have control of yourself, then who can, who else can you help if you can't help yourself? You know, right. I definitely think it comes down to, um, yeah. I agreed Pice house. I definitely think that it comes down to a couple different things. One is self-awareness. Um, millions of people on this earth, earth lack self-awareness. Um, and if you have not read Eckhart Tolle, uh, new earth, it's a great book to read great audiobook to listen to. Um, self-awareness is so, so, so important. Um, ego. Ego is another thing. Uh, don't think for a second that you're better than anyone else or that you're greater than anyone else because we all put our pants on the same way or, in the morning. <laughs> or don't think you're worse than anyone else right. either. Right. You were just as equal as anybody. So I was I was actually telling you this, I think yesterday, um, you know, we recently moved. I started going to a new gym and like there was that that split second um of me that was like, God, I don't want to go into the gym because I feel insecure. I feel like a fish out of water. I don't feel like I look my best. I don't feel like I'm at my best. And then as I was sitting in my car in the parking lot at the gym, I was sitting here thinking and I'm like, oh my God, listen to yourself. Listen to the thoughts that you're, that you're playing in your mind right now. You're telling yourself you're insecure. Like, why are you doing that? Why yeah. are you even thinking those things? So I'm like, no, 
The gym is where I feel the most confident. Yeah. I'm going to walk in that motherfucker like it's my gym. I'm going to go yeah. to that bar like like a boss and I'm going to lift my weight, put my headphones in and lift, lift my weight. Um, and I ended up having an incredible workout and I came home and I remember telling yeah. you like, I don't know why I felt like that. Like that was so like weird. But those are things that we do, you guys. Those are things that are victim mentalities. Um that our pain bodies, that our minds will try to tell us when we're trying to make that next step. It's uncomfortable, you guys. It's not making change isn't comfy. It's not easy. It's not fun sometimes. Um, But that's the best part about it is if you feel uncomfortable, then keep going. Like you, you know, you're about to push through that next thing. Like just do it. Keep going. It's okay. Yeah. Um, always keep pushing forward. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's easy for me to say this, what I'm about to say from the outside looking in, but like, it's like, if I could have just jumped in the car with you when you were sitting there, of course I wasn't with you, you were mm-hmm. by yourself and you were sitting in the parking lot having these thoughts like, uh, you know, these insecure, these insecurities or whatever was going through your mind. Um, I would have just liked to remind you, Panty Nectar, you don't know a single person in that gym. Why do you care what they think about you? Right. And that's what, that's what you say day in, day out, but it's so easy to sit and give advice. Right. And, but when you have to kind of take it and swallow it yourself, you're like, oh crap, like this is a lot harder to do. And, but, but it goes back to the self-awareness thing that you were talking about, right. Of being self-aware enough to know that this issue exists, because if you don't know that an issue exists, then you cannot correct that issue. Exactly. Right. Like it's like the first stage of recovery for addicts. Like you can't recover until you admit that there's a problem. Exactly. No, I agree. I, and it was so funny. Like after my deadlifting session, I had an amazing, I have not deadlifted in a very long time and I was doing a pyramid building up and it felt great. And, uh, right after I finished like my first set, it wasn't even like, I think it was 135 on the bar. And this old man comes up to me and he goes, respect and puts out his hand to like fist bump me. I'm like, thanks, bruh. 11 months postpartum and bragging a little bit. But it just, it just did, reminded. Did you tell him that, that uh, you had a baby? On Absolutely. And what did he say? He was like, fuck yeah, respect. He's like, that's Crazy. badass. He goes, you don't see girls in here lifting like that. And I'm like, your thought process is completely wrong. We need mm-hmm. to adjust those things. And start thinking better things to ourselves. We don't think better things to ourselves. We right. always, and and if you're listening, think about times where you've known you need to do stuff and you, you've sat there and gotten your mind and talked yourself out of it. We all do it. We all do it. It's okay. You just have to have that self-awareness to be able to even like you said, realize that there's a problem. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't correct it until you tell you, you know, it's like in, in uh, quality assurance has spent a lot of years in that uh, discipline, if you will. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't, you can't control what you can't measure. Yeah. Right. So like you, you have to be able to measure something before you can even get a grip on what's going on before you can look at the data to say, Oh, this is, I have this issue here, this issue here, this issue here. We need to fix X, Y, and Z. Right. Mm-hmm. That's equivalent to your self-awareness within your own mind. It's like, what are these things that I have going on? Um, you know, it, it's easy to get lost in your own lies that we constantly tell ourselves, mm-hmm. um, or these stories or whatever they are. Um, and it's one thing maybe to project something, but, but you have to have that self-awareness within your mind to know, Hey, I'm full of shit here. Mm-hmm. You know, 
or whatever it is, uh, even, you know, to, to be able to say, you know, maybe I need to make a change mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever it is. And, um, that's how you, I think, get started moving forward. That has, that's been what's helped me the most. I think mm-hmm. realizing that like, Hey dude, like, like one, you're not fucking perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, you have tons of shit you need to work on. And that made me realize too, uh, because I used to be one that would e- easily criticize people, right? Like, uh, somebody, whatever it was, you know, it's way somebody, I, whatever, just pick, pick what it is. I would just criticize people. But then it's like the more self-aware I got, I realized like, oh my God, like I am way, way, way messed up. Who am I to judge anybody, you know? And so that's a, that helped me. I, um, you know, I just think a lot of people won't understand because they probably haven't listened to Eckhart Tolle, but I I just think if you want to make a big change in your life, that's the book to listen to. Um, because, you know, in there, he speaks a lot about pain bodies. And, um, you know, I, like I said, a lot of you guys won't know or understand what I'm talking about, but our victim mentality lies within those pain bodies. So sometimes we think, for example, the, a, a guy, you know, may be 200 pounds and feel bad about it because he's overweight. Um, I don't know if that's overweight for a guy, not, not for Depends someone that height, I know. Right? I'm like that. five foot, but you're fat. Yeah. But let's Six just say foot, he's overweight more. and he's insecure about it. And he knows he needs to go run, but he wakes up in the morning and he says, well, my knees are going to hurt if I go run. So I'll just wait till my knees maybe feel better and I'll go run or some mm-hmm. bullshit like that you're, you don't feel bad about not doing it because guess what? Your pain body appreciates that you, that you did that, that you had that conversation with yourself and you decided to cop out and not do it. Your pain body enjoys that. Um, that's pleasure to your pain bodies. Um, and so we really need to, as a, as a society, as a whole, I think in my opinion, everyone lives in this victim mentality and, and I don't, I don't think it's the right mentality to have, um, at the start, I think that, you know, we should be self-aware and we should, what did David Goggins say? If you're fat, you're fucking fat, <laughs> like yeah. put it on the mirror. It, yeah. You're fat. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't let your pain body fucking yeah. make some bullshit excuse up for you. Why you're fat. Well, my parents didn't take care of me and this and that and all these different things. Like you guys, you're in control of your own body. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. One thing. This is one Uh-oh, thing. Oh, I see you getting all worked up. Yeah, yeah, no, this is one thing that like I, um, you know, David Goggins, his book Can't Hurt Me was a big um, turning point in my life um, or maybe not a turning point, but it, it helped me um, understand a lot of the reason why I was the way I was as far as habits and attitude and, and certain things like that um, in relationships and uh you know, one thing that he, uh, that he said, and it's, um, it's four words. Nobody's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you know, nobody's coming to save you. Nobody think about like, think about that, that how true that is. That rings true throughout your entire life, throughout almost anything you touch, right? Like no one, people, you know, Hey, ultimately you're responsible for you and that's Mm -hmm. all you can control. And since that's the case, you better take as good a care and control of yourself as you can. Yeah. We've, we've been watching, um, 
Admittedly, I don't watch really any TV. <laughs> He's like all embarrassed about this, <laughs> <You> fucker. <laughs> but but we have watched a lot of, and I've watched this in the past. But Deadliest Catch, mm-hmm. you know that show that the these guys they're crabbers up in the Bering Sea, uh, up in Alaska, whatever, and they go out and they catch these crabs, and it's very dangerous. And these some of their boats, you know, end up capsizing, and these people die and. Not guys on the actual show, but it happens throughout the fleet. It's just a danger. It's a very interesting uh, story to see how these crabs are caught. But it's also the story of the crabbers themselves and the danger that's associated with it. And these guys, there's a buffer there. They leave, you know, out of Dutch Harbor, Alaska, wherever it is. Mm -hmm. And there, there are, there's a certain range. There's a Coast Guard auxiliary or maybe a Coast Guard. A Coast Guard has a presence there. I'm not sure the technical term for their presence, but the Coast Guard has a presence there and they have the SAR aircraft, the search and rescue aircraft that go out and if they'll be able to save these people if they get in danger. But the problem is, is that that's only for a certain radius to that air base that those Coast Guard guys are at. And so if these crabbers are within, let's say, 300 miles or whatever it is of this base, well, hey, the Coast Guard, if your boat goes down, they can come out and take the aircraft out there and, and you know, most likely save you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the rescue swimmers, pull the guys up in the aircraft, whatever, let the boat sink. But there comes a line to where you cross and you were, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. And you hear those guys and their tone changes. You can hear it in the captain's voice. You can see it in the crew when they are at, when, when they go beyond that line, you know, it's like the point of, you know, basically no return. They mm-hmm. kind of, it seems, and they make it be known that nobody's going to save us. And when they get in precarious situations out there, things get a lot more real. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, that, that goes true for our lives as well. Nobody is going to save you. And if you think someone is, you know, well, I hope you're right, but most likely if history has any bearing, you're wrong. I, uh, I like to repeat that to myself when I'm working out hard and I'm struggling or when I'm running and I'm struggling, I, I say that to myself in my head, no one's coming to save you. Keep going. No one's coming to save you. Keep going. No one's coming to save you over and over and over again because, you know, it's it's just true. Yeah. Um, it's just so true. Uh, don't mean to interrupt you. Vanilla Gorilla messaged me after this, and that was not – I'm not calling you out. That is a bad example. Just messaged me after this, and, and we'll talk about your running and your knees. No, I was like, what are you <laughs> He's like, my knees fucking hurt, though, dude. And I'm like, no, 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 I didn't mean to give you give Wait, that. Wait, <laughs> Will said a quick flash would save him. How about that? Titties would save me <laughs> oh would save you yeah uh, like, so, so, i thought i thought he wanted a will quick doesn't flash. need saving <laughs> i don't know i just saw a quick flash he's like boobs like, oh, any yeah, reason titties, any yeah. reason yeah. <laughs> do you do you guys have any questions um for us that's mm. just you know vanilla gorilla that's just an easy example to use the knees because you know my fucking knees hurt sometimes. Um, that's where mobility comes into play. People uh, do not even no. understand the concept of mobility. No, I'm I'm with you, Vanilla Gorilla, and it's a. Uh, uh, he said, "Yeah, but knee pain fucking hurts, dude." Mm-hmm. I agree. Trust me, I had I still have chronic back pain that I had since I was in seventh grade, and uh, and when I was when I was fat and overweight, and I would try to try to get out and go exercise, 
it was hard. It was very hard. And I was like, literally dude, I was not able to run a quarter mile and without pain, without hurting, I wasn't able to go a half mile without stopping. And, um, but you know what? I got up the next day and I did it. And one thing that I did is I didn't do, um, anything like my crazy routine for myself was I did a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday morning runs. I would go out and I'd run half a mile, uh, those mornings, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday before work. And it was only half a mile and, um, it's, you know, it's not a lot, but Hey, when you need to just get those steps moving in the right direction, a half mile is a good start, you know, fuck it, a quarter mile, whatever it is, or maybe it's just getting out and walking, you know, uh, take those steps in a positive direction. If you keep moving forward, like Panty Nectar said, you'll be okay. But if, but if you're just standing still, you're dying. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think people just, um, People just don't even, they just don't even know. You don't know what you don't know, you know, you don't. Um, And so I think that there is just a need for this kind of knowledge, this kind of conversation, this kind of everything. Yeah. Um, Positivity, you know, this community, I know in our, in the discord, uh, there's a fitness channel and everyone kind of helps hold each other accountable in it. And everyone kind of checks in every now and then. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, and that's another thing. If you need an accountability partner, get an, get an accountability partner. Yeah. Like, you know, get someone that will text you in the morning saying, hey, I'm at the gym. Where are you at? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Um, sometimes that helps as well. 100%. And if I could, real quick, babe, mm-hmm. uh, before you get out of here, uh, Vanilla Gorilla uh, made another comment saying, he says, I don't run, but I'd get up early. But I do get up early for construction and just want to feel better. Uh, just want them to feel better and think running would help, but just don't want to. So, so I totally understand that. Uh, one thing that helped me totally change my mindset about running was this book called born to run and it's great. Fantastic. But me personally, I just kind of got into running and it's kind of like my happy place. If you will, Mm -hmm. uh, there's people like she loves to go to the gym. I do not like going to the gym. I don't, you know, there's people that love to go to the gym. There's people that love to run. There's people that don't like doing either of those things and they find a different thing for exercise. Um, so, you know, if it's, uh, you know, you're in construction, so I'm sure you work pretty hard, uh, as it is. Um, so maybe find something, you know, if it's swimming, if you like to swim or bike, you know, I, I was going to say that it doesn't, don't think that you have to start with running. And if you have pain, address that pain. Um, yes, don't, yes. don't think that you need to be active to, to feel better because sometimes that's not the case at all. Um, sometimes, and, and this is why I want you to message me cause I'm going to shoot you some things, uh, in the DMS. So just message me afterwards. But, um, but sometimes we need to do certain things to help alleviate tightness or maybe realign things to help us out. Like maybe your knees hurt because your hips are a lot are just aligned wrong from maybe you, you reach down on your right side only to pick up things in construction instead of your left side. Um, so now you have muscles that are different on each side, which are pulling different ways, which are making your body adjust, which could be pulling somewhere on your knees. So so anything is possible. It's Um, all tied in. Exactly. So, so, um, you know, if you have questions, um, I can help to the best of my ability. Um, anyone listening right now, if you just want a kickstart on some advice, Hey, panty nectar, should I, you know, I I think it all starts with a plan. 
So um, I know one guy sat with me on Discord and we just kind of came up with like a, a small little gym plan to be able for him to hold himself accountable. He had to figure out the rest, but kind of helped him just get an outline for things um, to do. What are you laughing at? Vanilla Gorilla's question. Uh, Celtics or Heat, go seize. <laughs> Dude, we're in South Florida. We can't. We can't go for the Celtics. But who's, it's good luck, right? I mean, they have the a Celtics. lucky charm or something on there. <laughs> a lucky charm? That's fucked up. <laughs> no, they're the, yeah, the Celtics. They're Irish What is it? Is it a le- is it a, it's not a leprechaun, though, is it? Um, I don't know. I know that there's a four-leaf clover somewhere, isn't there? Is it, what is their logo? I don't no, know. No, it's a guy in a, you're right. Right? It's a, it's a, a basketball dude or something? He has a clover on his hat or, so, or whatever. It's I don't Larry know. Bird. <laughs> it's Larry Bird. It's Larry Bird in his jersey. <laughs> No, heat, heat all the way. Sorry. Vanilla gorilla from New Hampshire. (laughs) Is that where he's from? (laughs) Yeah. I do want to give a a shout out. I don't know if he's on right now, um, but Gary just went through surgery um, on here. So I don't know if you're listening, Gary, but I hope you are recovering very well. Um, He said he might hop on tonight. So I just want to give him a shout out on here. Um, Fast recovery, Gary. Yes. Hope everything's well. We are all hoping for a fast recovery for you. Much love. Absolutely. Penny Nectar, I think that was a great podcast. I think it was motivating, and and you know, I kind of I want to keep going because I could ramble about this stuff forever. I know we got to call it a night. (laughs) People would just keep not listening to me. They they want to see tits and ass. Well, thank you so much for popping in to listen. Um, I know this was not our typical podcast, Um, and if you'd like to hear more stuff like this. Let me know. I, I want to hear what you guys would like to hear. Um, so if that is, you know, if that's more sex, let me know. If that's blowjobs, let me know. If that's anything, I'm open to any kind of feedback that anybody can give. Um, it is, you know, this is Panty Nectar community, but it is made with all of you guys um, because of all of you guys. So I'm very, very grateful. And your feedback is always appreciated. Absolutely. And like you say, it cannot be done without everybody out there. So we just truly appreciate each and every one of your support. And uh, we are happy to have you here. And um, we have many years of fun ahead. So it's going to be a a good, fun uh, journey. And we're just we're happy to be here with you. All right. Well, till next time. See ya.